0: to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host.
1: Dr. Heidi Horsley.
0: This show is brought to you by the Open to Hope Foundation in partnership with the Compassionate Friends. Well, Heidi, we've got some guests on that we've actually done a YouTube with at the Compassionate Friends National Conference, and it is a great YouTube. So I hope people will uh, go on and uh, look under Open to Hope and find this YouTube. Introduce our guest, Heidi, and we can talk about that more.
1: Okay. Well, so we're talking today with two guests, which is kind of fun because we usually only have one guest here. So I love that this husband wife team is here. Um, It's great. So Kelly and Jay Kovaleski and their son Nicholas died in 2011 and they've written a book called Navigating Life, Living with Purpose After Loss.
0: I so appreciate your coming on and your willingness to help other people who in bereavement uh, have kids die. Uh, Tell us a little bit about Nicholas. Um, We've got a picture you can show us too, right?
2: We do. So Nicholas is our second born of four. Um, We also have two other boys and a girl. Um, And Nicholas was uh, 14 in this picture. He was sick for about 10 months before he passed away in 2011. So it was just over seven years ago. Um, but live with purpose comes from Nicholas because that was kind of his motto. He had it hanging in his bedroom and, and he looked at that every morning and said, you know, that that matters to me. And so um, it mattered to us once, especially after losing him, it was kind of like a piece of him that we could hold on to. You
3: know, he never, never put anybody down, uh, whether he wanted them in his group or not. He, he never looked wow. down on anybody. I coached swimming and tennis and uh, Nicholas was on my swim team. He was on my tennis team as well.
0: Wow.
3: Nicholas also played football. You've just got to feel when something like this
0: happens. How could a kid who is so healthy and athletic and able to do that, how could this happen?
2: Right, right. I mean, he's one of four kids. We raised them all the same. They ate the same foods. They went to the same doctor. They went, you know, they had all their well-care visits. And so it was really... um, Shocking to say the least when he was diagnosed with leukemia. We thought actually he possibly had mono just from his symptoms and um, You know you do you spend a lot of time wondering well Why why that one or you know, it's not just like why me or why us, but how how is it that one? that was that, that that was his fate and you know, it's really hard to come to terms with that Um you know, you kind of do over time. And I've really just had to accept the fact that, you know, Nicholas's life was exactly as long as it was supposed to be. Wow. I can, yeah, that's, I can a, also, that's a big
0: step to come to that.
2: Well, it's seven years to be able to say that, but um, yeah, that's, I, is you have to find a way to live. And for me, that was something I had to really just take a hold of to be able to move forward. And Jay, how about you?
0: What, what was, have you taken this journey?
3: Um, we take different paths, Kelly and I. Uh, you know, when, when Nicholas was diagnosed, she was home. Uh, and uh, they, they talked me into going up with my brother-in-law's up to Alaska. And uh, as soon as, for, for moose hunting. And as soon as we got to our cabin, we were getting things ready. The phones rang. My phone rang. And they told me that, you know, Nicholas was um, diagnosed with leukemia. And, uh, so we spent the next 19 hours, um, trying to get back to New York. And for me, I got back and my job for the next 10 months was pretty much taking care of the three other kids. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and Kelly was in the hospital, you know, advocating for Nicholas and making sure everything was going smooth. And, um, so we were at, you know, kind of different levels. And, and what we had to do so unfortunately when you know after nicholas passed away we were grieving differently mm-hmm. and uh, you know things would come upon me and not kelly at a moment and um you know and they said he'd had some good days you know he'd be able to come home and and uh be with us um in between treatments and all and it really never happened you know every little um, nuance, or something that could happen, happen to Nicholas without, you know, with all the treatments.
2: We tried to do the things that we felt we needed to do to be able to give doctors the answer to say no more. And um, at that point, we decided that we needed to know if he was going to survive. And so we had them take him off the vent, and he was only alive for about forty minutes, um, yeah. and then he so he passed. But he had not been consciously awake for about two weeks before that happened so that was our time where we kind of got on the same page and said you know this is what we we both kind of knew in our heart of hearts that this is was what was going to be although you can't imagine what that's really going to be like obviously until it happens but um it put us on the same page which was nice because we had been so separately holding up each end of the family
0: So, wow, tough tough decisions that people have to make. You know, I am so I want to say one thing, you guys are still together. Yes. I mean, did you hear people telling you that you're high risk for divorce and all that right. kind of thing? Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. And we just kind of um you know, we just decided we weren't going to lose anymore. It hasn't been easy because definitely. Yeah. I'm clearly the talker and he's not. So, you know, we work through all that. Um I do a lot through pictures and grieving and and that kind of thing, and that really sets Jay off. So we've had to really just learn how to work with each other.
0: I'd, I'd like to say it's um, you know you've like to stereotype, but my husband does the picture stuff and it drives me nuts.
2: Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's like they're one or the other, right? He does the
0: albums, and I'm like, I never. And he says, "You never look at my albums." You yeah. know that. Right. Okay. So, but. Yeah, it's a, 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 an interesting process. So, uh, Jay, from a, a, a guy's point of view, how, how do you see it? You don't talk as much. What about guys?
3: What about guys? Well, uh, we just went to a, a group um, a couple days ago, actually, with, a cu- with some couples. And, um, and the husbands were brought along. You know, once we start talking with each other, um, a lot of them, it's, it's more physical, you know, where they have to get out and do something. And uh, for me, every morning, whatever you want to call it, it's kind of like a run. And, um, you know, the older you get, the slower you go. But <laughs> it, it gets my mind set for the day. And, uh, and it really helps me to, to center myself. And, uh, you know, then I get a chance to go and, you know, and teach my classes. We're both teachers. Oh, and excellent. for that, you know, that, that was a godsend for me. You know, youth, kids. You know, they're they're so honest and and true. And, um, you know, when things, even now, uh, small talk with with my cohorts or whatever uh, is tough. You know, I I can't handle too much small talk.
0: Yeah. Yeah. um,
3: So I I guess, you know, talking to a lot of gentlemen, even at the Compassionate Friends Conference this past um, couple months, this past summer. And, uh, you know, a lot of them were talking about Not, you know, trying to hold and put that front on for their wives and for their family. And, uh, but others no. I mean, some is just, you just got to let it go. Uh And, you know, show the honesty of your emotions to your family.
0: Yeah. Heidi, I'm thinking what a gift these two are to kids that they teach.
1: Absolutely. I am just struck, I've got to say, by the fact that here you guys are a very health conscious family. You are very active. You are a coach. You know, you start your day running. You're just you can tell you're a very active family. And yet your son at a very young age all of a sudden gets cancer and is dead within ten months. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like you said, there's just sometimes we, we will never know why. Um you just don't have the answers and you never will, and it's hard because we want to have all these answers, but at the end of the day, you know, there there was nothing that you could have done. And I love that you guys are really you know, making a commitment to staying healthy uh, because as a child, the siblings out there wanna see their parents getting up like you are, Jay, and running. We are terrified that somebody else is going to die in our lives. And, and to see our parents taking care of themselves is very important. So I wanna thank you for, for doing that. I mean, we might not say it to our parents, but I remember when my mom would start the day running and um, I was glad. Because I was like, okay, she's not, she's she's taking care of herself. I, and, you know, that's that's a good thing.
2: I think they worried about me a lot because my mm. health suffered some. And just kind of who I was and who I had to become again was really um, a process that they've all watched, but they've also been part of it. We've tried to really just be open with them. And I'm sure we've made lots of mistakes, but we have worked really hard with with the relationships with our kids so that they can hopefully be healthy and happy because that's really all we want. And we don't know how long that's going to be. We don't know if it's 20 or 30 years or 40 or 50 or, or God forbid less. And so that's kind of just been the focus, which is really, you know, where our story has led us.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, tell us about your book and show us your book.
2: Okay. So our book is called navigating life, um, living with purpose after loss because, um, well, like I said, Nicholas liked the saying, live with purpose. And so we created um, a website based on that that phrase, live with purpose. And um, navigating life came from just us navigating. Um, it came from a, a compass bracelet that I got acquired after Nicholas passed. And... Um, Jay was looking for something we really wanted to be able to reach out to youth specifically at the beginning um, because we think that in what we see um, you know they don't always take their lives as the precious gift that they are and so our gut belief is that if we can help show them that they were created for a purpose regardless of what that purpose is we just wanted to share that that word that, with them and you know, Jay will talk to his kids about how our son, he didn't get a chance to play tennis or go to high school or learn to drive. And so that was where the premise from that came from. But as we started to talk to youth groups, the parents in the peripheral of those workshops were, were like, wow, that really spoke to me too, or, or that spoke to me as well. And so it kind of has now become more of just for people and the navigation part, like I said, is, is just about looking at a compass and trying to base our lives in this busy world today. So the directions have different meanings.
3: Uh, north is like where your heart is, you know. Uh, it could be family. It could be um, something that happened to you um, in the past. Um, west is your past. Mm-hmm. Good, bad, indifferent, it doesn't matter. Uh, south. Are those detours uh, unfortunately some can be you know horrific and uh, in our east is is our future which mm-hmm. can change as soon as you step through the door as soon as we turn off this computer mm-hmm. and um, and everybody just kind of needs to know that and, and keep that close to their hearts and um, you know it's, it's a nice way of tangibly you know looking at your life no matter where, where it's at
2: so, our book is really the backstory of where the workshop came from because it talks a lot about Jay and uh, my journey after Nicholas passed um, and so it helped just kind of give us really the the roots as to why we have this workshop and what we hope to gain from it but also the book stands alone so if people just are more of a type to read and internalize themselves, hopefully they can do that with that but it's a lot about um, being retrospective and looking back and and kind of almost um the rose-colored glasses kind of view but sometimes we need to really simplify life because things are so hard and so difficult it's so many different times in our lives and so we just found this to be a way that something that was tangible for us. Heidi and
0: I are always struck by the fact that when people are at a certain level and can start moving forward and giving back it, it even the smallest way, but you guys are doing it and it's such a big way, aren't they, Heidi?
1: Absolutely, Mom, and I love the, the North, South, East, and West metaphor.
3: It's not a fix-all. You know, the only fix-all is having our kids back.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: I say that all the time as a psychologist. I say at the end of the day, the only the, the, the thing that we want most is to have my brother, your right. son, back in the room right uh, so, we do that, so we have to go to plan B and kick the hell out of it right
0: yeah <laughs> and you guys are doing it I know people that are watching this uh, uh, video are gonna want to know uh, when you do workshops how how they, can they find out what you're doing and uh, can they go online and find you
2: So on our website, which is www.PurposeWNY.com, we do have a calendar set up there. Um, You can also contact us through there. We actually went back to St. Louis just two weekends ago to do a brief Parents of the USA workshop or conference day that they were having there. So we ultimately would love to go places and do that. Um, And so we're willing to talk with any group from kind of any location to work something out for us to be able to do that. Um, we also have upcoming, we're presenting to a, a grad class, a death and dying bereavement class at uh, one of the local colleges, Roberts Wesleyan. Someone's having us come out there. So we're really not opposed to any kind of grouping or, um, you know, we just really want to go to where people want us to come.
3: Anywhere, everywhere, and anytime.
0: All right, I love it. Before we close the
2: show, can you each give us
0: a tip or an idea for someone who's lost their child recently
2: i think that tip is uh listen to your own heart people will have lots of advice but even people who are also bereaved can't tell you exactly what's right for you
3: you can't push someone to be where you're at because you won't be where they're at Um, everybody's gonna be at different levels and um even now we're still at kind of different levels right but But you can still
2: love each other (laughs)
3: Yep. Yes. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, you guys
0: are amazing, and thanks everybody for watching this video today. And we hope that you'll tell your friends and family about it. And Heidi and I always want to remind you that if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own, and visit us at open hopecom and